When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, a.k.a. the NFL Chick, co-host of the Ravens post game for 105.7 The Fan. I'm Cordell Woodland, a host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan and beat reporter for the Baltimore Ravens for the same station. And we are finally here. We made it to week one. Uh, and we can finally have some matchup talking. <laughs> we talked yeah. about everything else except the game. And finally, we have an opportunity to talk about the game. I could not be more happier. Football season Dang. is back. So let's talk. Because now we know that Joe Flacco, Ravens' former quarterback, is going to be the starter uh, against the Ravens this weekend. We talked on the previous podcast about their um, offensive weapons that they have, and they do have a lot of guys uh, on the offense. They, you, you mentioned Jerry uh, Azuma that they got in the offseason. We know that they have Elijah Moore. They drafted Garrett Wilson. Uh, they have, you know, Corey Davis. They have Denzel Mims. They, they are loaded um, with talent. Um, and Joe Flacco obviously has an arm that, you know, still looks very much like it's strong. Uh, they do have some issues with the offensive line. We do know that they lost Makai Becton uh, again to an injury. And so because of that, they signed Dwayne Brown at the left tackle position. So there's some issues there. Uh, but from from the a skill player's perspe- uh, perspective, the Jets look good on paper, if you if you want to admit. And I think that, you know, it, it appears because the Jets really don't have a lot of talk going on that this was potentially an easy game. But I am not necessarily sure that that's the case. So when you see um, how they fare from an offensive perspective, Cordell, and you see what the defense has, obviously we know what the Ravens defense is and the things that they are, are good at and the things that they lack. How do you see this matchup going? And what matchup do you think is most important to win as well? Yeah, I, I think that this is a good week one game for the Ravens. Um, I, I talked a lot about how emotions are going to be high. It'll be September 11th in New York. Yep. Week one, is everybody's optimistic week one. You know, you got to be on your P's and Q's out there because everybody's trying to start the season off right. Just because a team stunk last year doesn't mean that they're going to stink this year. Um you saw it last year with the Bengals. It, it, you just never know what happens. Now, I don't think that the Jets had the type of offseason that the Bengals had, but you look at this offense, and there there is a nice group of young weapons out there. Um, obviously, we, we touched on the wide receivers uh, on the last episode, but that's pretty much the strength of this offense with Garrett Wilson being added uh, to Elijah Moore and Corey Davis out there as well. Denzel Mims is still out there, although it doesn't seem like he's the happiest to be in New York. I don't know who is these days. Right. Um, but, you know, and then you look at this backfield, 
Uh, they added Brees Hall from uh, Iowa State. They have Michael Carter, who I thought was actually pretty good last year. They have Todd Johnson, uh, the running back from Maryland, um, who, who I thought was pretty good in the past game last year. So they have some versatile backs that can that may not be household names, but they right. can get the job done. Um, now, the offensive line is a work in progress. Uh, Makai Becton getting hurt doesn't help. And then Dwayne Brown uh, has missed a couple of practices this week. So that doesn't bode well for them. You talk about where where should the Ravens win? That's where they have to win. They have to win at the line of scrimmage. Yes. Um, this is a team that has a ton of questions when it comes to the pass rush and everything. This is a great tune-up game for the Ravens, I think, for, for you to get your pass rush going for for Dafe Owe to kind of steal two to three sacks potentially. Joe Flacco ain't the most mobile quarterback in the league. Um, so this is a situation where you have um, not so great tackles on the edge and you have a quarterback who's pretty much a statue in the backfield. So <laughs> it, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing if you're a Dafe Owe, if you're Justin Houston, Calais Campbell, who will be lining up on the outside a little more this year and he seems to be incredibly happy about that, being able to get opportunities to go up against tight ends. That's a good sign for the Ravens. So um, I, I look for them to definitely kind of bring the physical aspect of this game early, hit Flacco early and often, and get him back to his check down ways. Because he's going to try to come out and he, he's going to try to sling the ball all over the field initially. But once you hit him a couple of times, Joe's going to be trying to get the ball out of his hands super fast. And that'll play right into the Ravens' hands. Yeah, um, I, you know, my thing is, is that obviously they're they're a little different. Um, Zach Wilson can move uh, more than Joe. We know that mm -hmm. Joe. I mean, he can't run. We, I mean, that's just not. But he he would prefer right. not to. And I'm assuming now at his big age, he definitely ain't yeah, trying to Joe, run. Joe's not going anywhere. <laughs> Joe been in the league for this is I think his uh, 15th season upcoming. He ain't trying to do all of that. So he would prefer to be nice behind that offensive line. So um, I don't know if you – I know me and I – you and I talked about this off the air. I don't know if you mentioned Dwayne Brown didn't practice. So you have to wonder how the left tackle position is even going to hold up if Dwayne Brown does start. I mean, he he didn't practice thus far. And, you know, is that going to be an issue? And if it is, that's for the – that's great in the Ravens' favor. The mm -hmm. problem is, obviously, if you give Joe Flacco time, he's going to make you pay. Cause that arm still works. It's still very strong and he can throw that ball, you know, almost as better as anybody. The good thing obviously about that is, is that, you know, you do have a secondary that's revamped. Now I don't know uh, what Marcus Peters is going to do. I saw that he has been in limited um, practicing. Um, so I don't know if he plays Sunday, obviously if he plays, that's a huge um, yeah. help for, this, for the secondary, but you know, if not, there's other guys that you feel confident about and, and playing well. Obviously, Marlon is going to be back, so that's a great thing. But we, you also have other guys that you feel like can contribute to this. It's not going to be an easy feat by any means because right. this is a nice wide receiving group uh, overall. And then, again, like we said, if you give Flacco time, I mean, this could get ugly. It really could get ugly. Uh, so I definitely agree with you that you have to win the matches up front. The trenches are where it's going to be who wins this game. If the mm -hmm. Jets find a way to keep that defensive line at bay and not allow Joe Flacco to be, you know, flushed, 
flushed out of the pocket, it could be a long day for that secondary that we have been hyping up all off season. And I guess we're going to find out if they are up for the challenge, if they're the real deal. And look, if Marcus Peters doesn't play, it's kind of unfair to say that, right? Because they're not going to be at full speed. But at the very least, you got majority of the your core mm-hmm. of people. So I am very interested to see how this defensive line will fare, knowing that that offensive line has some issues. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely a, a situation to watch. I, I also think that I, I think the Ravens are going to be able to get solid pressure on Flacco pretty much all game. It'll be week one. They haven't really shown anything throughout the preseason of any of their real personnel packages that they plan to have on the field. The Ravens are going to be really fast. I think they're going. To, I think they're going to play quite a few secondary guys. Um, and while I I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that. I believe Marcus Peters does play Sunday. I believe he's probably the only one of this injured bunch that's carrying over from last year. I think he's the only one that ends up getting on the field Sunday. I could be wrong, but if I had to pick one of these guys, he he's the one that I think is the closest um, to being he's back. He's the one that they probably need <laughs> the most, yeah. knowing what the, they have to fare against uh, already in week one. And honestly, I, as good as I think that this young receiving group for the Jets is, I think that I honestly think they'll be fine this week. And I don't want to give away my pick for the score or anything yet, but I, I do think that the Ravens will be able to kind of just jump on this team. I, I feel like they'll be able to, again, they haven't shown much defensively. So I think that their packages being able to come out there and, sh- you know, bring, there's still going to be a team that, shows the blitz a lot on passing situations. They're still going to load the line of scrimmage like we've seen in the wink days. Uh, You may not get every single person coming this time, but sometimes you will. Sometimes they will send the house. They definitely aren't going to be afraid to do that. I just think that the pressure is going to be coming from every angle. So when you have a a banged up offensive line with uh, a quarterback that's not very mobile, it's going to set up for some opportunities to get some pressure back there. I, I do expect this second, this defense to hit Flacco early and often. Um, he's going, I, I think he's going to get to the point to where he really wants to get the ball out of his hands fast. And that'll be on the Ravens to adjust because yep. it's going to force them to tackle. It's going to force them to make open field tackles. If he's going to get the ball out of his hands fast and you get it to Elijah Moore very quick. He's a speedy guy. He can make something happen. Uh, Garrett Wilson, he's he may not be as fast as Elijah Moore is, but he has big play potential himself. So you got to be careful. Um, and again, I always say at the start of the season, tackling is the biggest concern, not just for this team, uh, for the Ravens who have gone this entire preseason and not hit anybody. If you're a starter, you haven't hit anybody to this point. So it's going to be uh, an adjustment for them. But all around the league, we're going to see teams struggling to tackle, not even just for week one. I think it's usually like a, a, the first couple of weeks type of deal where teams are just struggling to, to tackle on a regular, on a consistent basis. Um, so having these guys go to the check down ways and getting them in space, that was kind of the Ravens kryptonite last year. They right. didn't start tackling until like week six. So and, and you know, do you consider that tackling even I mean, when they yeah, started? It, it, it's, it still wasn't great. It still it's wasn't always great. been a problem. It's always mm-hmm. been a problem with the Ravens. Tackling has always been an issue, yeah. it feels like, with them. 
Yeah, I mean, I felt like we were asking Harbs about it every week last right. year. Like, do you guys ta practice tackling? Like, is tackling an emphasis out here? And obviously, obviously it is. It's football, you know, but uh, they struggled to do it definitely last year. They can't do that again against this team. Uh, and really, if you look at this, the first part of their schedule, it's a lot of teams that have speedy, shifty receivers that are problems in space. Um, yep. So just looking at this jet situation, like I said, I, I do expect the Ravens to still dominate the line of scrimmage. Their defensive line is so loaded. They've got a ton of big bodies. They've got a ton of depth. And that's even without Travis Jones being there right now. Um, I think even if Marcus doesn't play, I think that they'll be fine for the most part in the secondary. They've got, I mean, they've got safeties. You know, you got Marcus Williams right. back there. You still got Kyle Hamilton. Chuck Clark is going to start, but Kyle Hamilton seems to be back at full health. He wasn't even on the injury report. He's good. Um, and then, you know, you got Marlon on the other side. I, I think I think they'll be fine uh, against this defense, but you never know what can happen. You, like I said, you, this is a team you definitely want to come out and hit them in the mouth early. You don't want to give them any hope with the emotions already running high in New York and Joe going up against his former team. You just don't want to give them any glimpse of optimism or any of that, any confidence. You want to hit them early. Let them know that you're the better team. And it's going to start defensively because I, I think that they're the more the Ravens are the more physical team. Um, so they got to go out there and impose their will on this Jets team early to make sure that they don't. They don't end up pulling a rabbit out the hat. I completely agree. I do think that the defense has to set a tone here. Um, I would actually like, you know, I'm always a, a proponent of having um, the ball back at the, at the after the half. So, mm -hmm. you know, obviously you can't control, well, a, a, a coin flip controls who gets the ball right. first. But I would really like for the Ravens defense to go out there first. Set the tone. Like you said, punch them in the mouth a little bit. Let them know that, and, and obviously that, that was figuratively, figuratively speaking, <laughs> don't go out there punching nobody for real, y'all. Don't, don't be Aaron Donald people out there you know in game one because we need right. you for the rest of the season but you do want to make a a statement that you know what 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 happened last year ain't happening this year these ain't dudes off the street these are dudes mm -hmm. that you know are under contract that that the ravens expect to do big things and we are going to make a statement so i agree with you they have to start that early and they have to you know allow the offense to kind of get themselves fired up. But the defense has, I believe, has to be the ones to set the tone first.